Hi, you beautiful light worker. Thank you so much for listening to the Golden Otter Divinations podcast, where the metaphysical meets the mainstream. I'm your host, Autumn Seibel, and today on episode 306, we have behavioral therapist Dr. Patrick Wienis and scientific researcher Chris Burris, who've teamed up to bring us new solutions for restoring your state of health and sleep during uncertain times. After listening, you can find more information by heading to the show notes, where you'll find links to our website, Instagram, and YouTube channel. From there, you can access any of the new or full moon rituals we discussed and get more information on how to join the Lunar Manifestations co-creation tribe. Come visit us anytime at goldenotterdivinations.com. That's golden like the precious metal and otter like the precious animal, divinations, D-I-V-I-N-A-T-I-O-N-S.com. Looking forward to seeing you on the next live members-only call at the new or full moon and meeting you during your private one-to-one new moon intention planting ceremony that's included in your membership. In the meantime, be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. And if you like what you hear, please leave us a review. Each review allows us to reach even more lightworkers like you, spreading light and love while raising our collective vibration. Okay, enjoy the episode, and if you have any questions about mediumship, manifestation, moons, or all things metaphysical, feel free to drop me a message. I'd love to hear from you. In gratitude, Autumn. Hi, everyone. I'm Autumn, and you're listening to Golden Otter Divinations. Thanks for joining us today as we explore where the metaphysical meets the mainstream. Join us each week as we share new informative and engaging interviews with medical experts, practicing mediums, intuitives, healers, and many more to help uplift and educate, as well as empower listeners like you to find physical and spiritual healing. So today I have a research scientist and a behavioral therapist who are here (laughs) to help us dive into the topics of social isolation, uh, major losses, and the extreme disruption uh, to daily life that's been caused during the pandemic. Um, We're also going to explore how increased levels of stress hormones and intense emotions, including sadness, fear, worry, anxiety, loneliness, and depression, I don't even like saying all these things, um, can put us into emotional turmoil that may be keeping you up at night, uh, which in turn suppresses your immune system, making you even more more susceptible to the current virus and other illnesses. But today, we have two experts to help you break that cycle of stress and sleeplessness that could be damaging your health. Dr. Patrick Wannis is a renowned human behavior expert who has appeared on news outlets such as CNN, BBC, Fox News, MSNBC, and is recognized for his subconscious rapid transformation technique. He'll talk about the things we can do to ease back into peace of mind. And we also have research scientist Chris Burris, who is a scientific researcher who has pioneered the use of an astonishing molecule called ESS60 that has some amazing properties, which include enhancing sleep boosting and boosting immunity. He's here to relate the shocking story of how this molecule's abilities were discovered by a Nobel Prize team and what role he's played in its advancement and what implications it has for human health and longevity. So today they have teamed up to bring us some new solutions for restoring our state of health and sleep during this challenging time. And without further ado, welcome to the show, gentlemen. Autumn, thank you so much for having us. Thank you. So to raise our vibration and really get into the flow, I like to start the show by asking all my guests if they've had any golden moments lately. So golden uh, meaning a time you were just totally in the flow, maybe something that was sent by spirit or otherwise otherworldly, an interaction that um, made you smile or made your heart sing or increased your longevity, maybe in this case. (laughs) Had any golden moments lately? 
I get, I'll ask one at a time, Chris, any golden moments lately? So of course you start with me because I've, I've just drawn a blank and I know I have, I'm just, I'm just thinking like, what is the golden moment to share? Cause you, you end up having different goals. You know what? I, I can share this. Uh, yesterday was really a golden moment. So my, my kids went to uh, a stay with their Gigi uh, in San Antonio and they actually came back yesterday. Uh, and, and one of the silver linings in this, you know, uh, this lockdown, this horrible situation, uh, is that I've been going to walks. Uh, actually, I've been working, uh, going home earlier because my wife definitely needs the break because um, we don't have help at home. Uh, and and I've been going on walks with the kids. So yesterday we went for a walk. I was kind of very intentional with the kids. I don't want you on bikes. I don't want you on scooters. I just want you to walk with us. And we're actually mm -hmm. like throwing a ball back and forth as we're walking. And so it was a very uh, golden moment about connecting with my kids who had been kind of gone for a, about a week. So beautiful. And uh, Dr. Bonnie. Um, when you when you sort of use the term golden moments, and you're talking about either happiness, joy, being in the flow, connecting from the heart. Uh, I have a new client and she just had her second session today and she's in another city. So 90% of my clients are all over the world and I work with them over the phone. I've been doing that for a long time, long before the pandemic. And I was able to, she was referred to me by another therapist, usually who he sends me clients of his that have experienced trauma. And in the first session, we were identifying a lot of her pain and I was able to say to her, look, you know, challenge is that you've got a lot of pain deeper and you've been very much in your head most of your life. And as it turns out, you know, she is a, a highly credentialed person in the medical field. And in the second session, I was able to help her to go beyond just connecting to what she felt at a deeper level, such as pain, frustration, anger, and actually getting her or helping her to open her heart. And I think that's the most, yeah, that's the most rewarding feeling when you know that someone's doing that. And I did it in a way that's very unique, particularly when it's done over the phone. That's beautiful. Right before we um, went live, I was sharing that I've recently, in the last 10 years, I've worked with um, a few folks who use hypnotherapy techniques, but it's only been in the last two years that I've had two, one was a past life regression but it was like they used traditional uh, hypnotherapy type techniques. And then the other was a true hypnotherapy session with an amazing practitioner named Diane Reagan. Maybe I'll link her, message me if you guys want her info. Because again, it is, it comes through like you have to trust somebody to, with a referral. But the point of the story is it's truly life-changing and you can get in at a subconscious level and just clear emotional blocks and then they're gone. Um, and Chris, to what you said about taking long intentional walks with your kids, we've been doing that here. It was so funny. There's a stadium that we go to that's, basically abandoned we're kind of the only ones in this giant stadium and I've been walking with my kids um, just holding their hands and yesterday I was listening to uh, Dr. Wayness's audiobook while I was doing it oh good which um you guys will have the link to that in the show notes but I, I don't know it's kind of funny all of our golden moments synced up and we obviously didn't plan that and I don't um, know okay. if Patrick would mention this because it's kind of how Patrick is um, but he actually trains at big hypnosis conventions on how to best do therapy and to kind of incorporate some of the, uh, the, the, the very unique processes that he uses in with hypnotherapy to deliver kind of more value to your clients. And so um, it's interesting that you've gone through some hypnotherapy and, and that's, that's kind of where he started uh, was on the hypnosis side of things and then really just evolved that to, I don't know if he would say a, a quicker and more powerful SRTT, subconscious rapid transformation technique, but that's just interesting. And he probably wouldn't brag on himself like that. Well, all I, what I would say is that I have taught at the National Guild of 
hypnotist's annual convention a couple of times. And it's ironic that I'm teaching all these people who are hypnotherapists, psychiatrists, psychologists, counselors. Mm -hmm. And what I'm actually saying to them is, listen, you don't actually need to do formal hypnosis. Here's another way to do it. It's sort of funny because I'm saying, you don't need to do a deep trance state. Here's how I do it. And I do it over the phone. And, and I was doing this three hour workshop at the convention and I got them to do some practicing. And one guy said, look, I'm really stuck here. I'm really stuck here. Remember, these are all therapists and psychologists. So I said, okay, come up to the front of the, the room. And I was working with him. And in 15 minutes, without doing formal hypnosis, I helped him to shift and let go of that belief and release that emotion. And it's just, uh, I think, Autumn, what's really important is that process I'm doing has organically evolved. So it's not like I sat down and said, well, I want to go another level above hypnotherapy. It evolved that way. So I'm still working with the subconscious mind, but I've created organically this process, this technique that helps you to uh, release all the emotion, to change the belief and to forgive so that you are opening your heart and you're expressing yeah. more compassion for yourself and for the other people around you. You just mentioned the key. Forgiveness is like one of the biggest things when I've had my experiences we went back and identified things and I was like, that's, that's what's triggering this? Like yeah. that memory, that emotion? Cause I was conscious, I was well aware of what was going on. Mine was also, um, one was in person before I moved overseas and one was, two were over uh, like Skype. And I, like on my conscious mind, I was in this, like a relaxed state. So my conscious mind kind of knew, but I was like, that's really what's bothering me. But clearly there were emotions attached to it and forgiveness was the thing that let it heal. And one thing I like is that you call yours is subconscious rapid, rapid SRTT, subconscious rapid transformational technique. And I think that in the next 10, 20 years, so many people are going to be looking for alternative forms of therapy and assistance, especially with like trauma healing and everything. Cause what we have been doing hasn't always been working. And like moving away from hypnotism and hypnotherapy, because it does kind of have a little bit of a stigma. I remember going to the county fair as a kid, and they'd have the hypnotherapist or Vegas shows. And it's just like mediumship, you know? There's frauds and charlatans who use their, their gift or their abilities to defraud people because they can, and, and honest, honest folks who happen to know how to help. So I don't know, that's my personal take on it. And I'm a, I'm a huge advocate of like getting whatever kind of help anybody needs, especially trauma healing. It's so important. Okay. So here's what I want to know. How did you two team up? Chris, you're a scientific researcher who worked in engineering and did like molecular research. Without, I was trying to read the Nobel Prize study on this and I was going into the back articles. I'm like, okay, I've reached my scientific <laughs> <laughs> And Dr. Juan, you are a behavioral therapist. So how did you guys team uh, up? Pat Patrick, why don't you take this one? Um, so Chris and I have known each other for a long, long time and when we met, it was in a very informal occasion. It was actually a Halloween party, but along the way, he was dressed um, as the mask, uh, actually, and, okay. and, and it was pretty. And you? Um, I don't remember what I was <laughs> like. So, so in literally, this is interesting because you were looking out on the dance floor, and uh, it's actually something that he and I have in common. We both love to dance. Like, you just absolutely love to dance. He was on the dance floor dressed as the mask. He's a tall guy. But he wasn't just dressed as the mask, you know, the Jim Carrey movie, The Mask. He was the mask, like the, the, the way he carried himself, the way he was dancing, right? And so one of the girls in our group went and approached him. He's Australian, speaks Spanish. A lot of the people in my group spoke Spanish. And then, then I, he and I don't think we clicked that night, but ended up at another thing. And then, you know, and then, and then now Patrick can explain why, why we're friends, because he's the human behavior expert. I'm just the scientist. 
So <laughs> what, what really brings people together is when their core values are in alignment, if they have a shared mission or a shared purpose. So we both have the same desire to help people. And, and, and I think everyone really ultimately wants to help people, but it's how do you want to help people? What do you want to help them to achieve? And my primary goal, primary goal is to help set you free from the past so that you engage in forgiveness and compassion so that you can actually get to the place of believing and accepting that you do deserve the best in life, that you are worthy, that you are good enough, because that's everyone's core value. And so Chris and I, Chris and I align very much on that. And because of that, we've been, you know, doing various projects together. I've also been doing workshops for uh, some of his employees and companies. And then when the pandemic occurred, we said, hey, how can we help people? Recognizing that the first thing everyone was experiencing was extreme emotional overwhelm. And then how the way that was impacting people physically, the way that was impacting their sleep, that people couldn't sleep. And most people struggled to sleep even prior to the pandemic. And mm -hmm. so I said, well, we both recognize that when the emotions are extremely intense and when we're in a state of heightened alert, we, it, all, our, we, it affects our digestion. We can't digest food properly. We're not absorbing the nutrients, but also it suppresses your immune system. The imbalance of the thoughts and the emotions affects your endocrine system. It affects your digestion. It elevates your cortisol. It raises your, your blood pressure and your heart rate. Then you can't sleep at night. And then again, your immune system is impacted. And then you wake up the next day feeling worse. And Chris has a term for that. The horrible emotional sleep spiral. And basically what's happening is you're not able, you're, you're experiencing overwhelming emotions and thoughts that are putting your physiology out of balance. You're trying to sleep. You can't sleep. That makes your physiology worse. That lowers your functioning, your cognitive functioning. Now you can't deal with the thoughts or the emotions. And we said, how can we help? So I wrote and narrated an audio book called Neutralize the Seven Emotions that are Holding You Hostage Right Now. And then I recorded a 20-minute guided meditation with the intention of actually helping people through the emotions and through this process. And then we said, well, what else can we do? And Chris said, you know, I'm going to present some practical tips on how people can sleep. And then I said, what else can we do? And then Chris happens to have a company that provide that has been manufacturing this Nobel prize winning molecule known as ESS 60, which happens to help people sleep and happens to boost your immune system. So I said, well, look, this is a great approach because we're dealing with the thoughts and the emotions we're dealing with practical steps to sleep and we're also dealing with the body. Love it. Okay, so as you were talking, it just finally clicked for me because as I invite guests on this show, I always, you know, it's always a level of like whoever you're drawn to, whoever you're supposed to have the conversations with, you will. And then I was like trying to piece it together. I'm like, how do these two guys come together? And it just clicked that you help heal past trauma so that we can live longer. And Chris, you're helping us with our health and our vitality to increase our longevity. Because it's like, we're not going to, you know, maybe not even like a live a lot, what our natural life estimate would be. I'm trying to find a better word for that. Yeah. If we Lifespan. are holding on to these old patterns. Yeah, our old life set, like we might not, you know, five years ago, we might've had a certain lifespan. And now with the rapid changes in our, in our global world, that could drastically shift for a lot of people. And we are already seeing the results of that. And like our medical system, at least in the Western world, is not equipped to deal with this huge influx. I don't, I talk about that a lot on other shows, but it just clicked. So I'm like, oh, right. We have to heal our past wounds so that we can live in the present moment and have like a really uh, 
vital future. Okay, very well, cool. Patrick so and I are actually working on a book and, and the kind of tentative title, it's probably gonna stick is reinvent yourself as if you're gonna live forever because you might, right? And so Ooh. it really is about, <laughs> you know, how do you take care of where you are? Because kind of the premise is there are people right now who are probably in some occupations that they're not really happy with, but it's only five more years, right? And then they can retire and then they've got enough money, they've done all the calculations and they got enough money for the 15 or whatever years they're gonna live after that. If that 15 or whatever years becomes 30, now the five is not enough. And if you're in a job that you're not happy, I think collect a lot of people will just argue like you should change your job now anyway. But when you've got those goals set and you've done the calculations, it's kind of hard to make yeah. that change. If you make the assumption that you're going to live forever, what would you do differently with your life today? Uh, and, and so that's, you know, Patrick and I are just so in line with like that book title and doing the things that are good for you today. Like it's going to be a natural and, and we're expecting a great book that people will enjoy and get a lot of value out of. Yeah. Well, once you guys publish it, you'll have to uh, come back on and we'll discuss it because I definitely want to read it. Because as you were saying that, people always ask me, like, they go, you're so busy. You do so many things. And how do you do all this? And I go, I just feel like there's so much I <clears throat> am supposed to do in this lifetime. And this might get a little bit more metaphysical than you guys are willing to entertain. I don't know. We like it. But I just feel like I, I just personally believe that in this lifetime, I have a lot. I have a lot that I'm supposed to do emotionally, physically, spiritually, uh, financially, philanthropically, like all the things. And it's by doing the inner work, like Dr. Juanes is talking about healing trauma, healing past beliefs and moving out of old stories. That's the only way I'll be able to achieve and accomplish what I would like to, because like you're saying, like, you know, maybe our physical bodies might live forever. If we like get some new technology. I don't know, but our souls are eternal and they do live in different planes and, or in different lifetimes. Not totally sure how it all works yet. I, I just know that there's more. And I know that right now in this time space reality, I'm supposed to be doing all this so that in the event I live forever, yeah. <laughs> I've at least done the early work. Yeah. <laughs> I got out of my way in my 30s. <laughs> um, okay, so we're gonna take a quick break. And then when we get back, we're gonna talk about three key emotions to neutralize um, undesir our undesirable emotional sleep spiral. We'll be right back. And we're back on Gold Nodder Divinations with my guests today, Dr. Patrick Wanis and Chris Burris. So before we get started, where can listeners find you guys? Chris, where can they find you? Well, so the best thing to do, and we are, and Patrick's about to dig into some of the emotions. Uh, he's put together this audiobook, Neutralize the Seven Emotions That Are Holding You Hostage Right Now. You can get that, and, and it's free. And when we say free, this is not like give us your email and we'll mark it to you for a long. It's totally free. Patrick and I like, how can we give to as many people as possible in this really kind of trying time? Uh, the link is myvitalc.com forward slash golden otter, uh, and you can get those books. You can listen to them there or you can download them and get them onto whatever electronic device you want. But yeah, it's myvitalc.com forward slash golden otter. Perfect. And that is true. I actually noticed that when I uh, got the audio link, I was like, they didn't even ask for my email. And that is a big thing. Like, I, I personally believe that shows a lot of integrity. So thank you. Yeah. And Dr. Wannis, how can we reach you? Well, if you go to that link, there's, Same, there's okay. a little image of me <laughs> and you can go to my website, patrickwannis.com. And, and if you're just, I'll just add this, if you're just interested in, in connecting with him and you, and you should, there is a link on that page to his homepage. Uh, and he does a weekly newsletter that's just absolutely phenomenal. It's free. Of course, it does require your email address because it gets emailed to you, <laughs> but it is also free. 
Perfect. And all of that will be in our show notes. Okay. So Dr. Wonders, could you uh, talk us through the three key emotions that we need to neutralize to get out of our undesirable emotional sleep spiral? Yes. So in the book, I list seven. I say that there's seven emotions, but they're umbrellas. Mm -hmm. So there's a couple of emotions in each one. I think the top two, we'll just go through the top two for now. The top two that everyone's experiencing is number one, fear and anxiety. And number two, sadness, sorrow, and grief. So fear and anxiety is our immediate response because we're, we're perceiving danger. We're perceiving a threat. We're out of control. We don't know what's happening. We don't know what's coming. We don't know what the future is. There's extraordinary uncertainty, instability, and along with the protests, et cetera, and trying to work out how is the country going to evolve through this? There's extraordinary fear and anxiety, which we also feel in our body, not just, it's not just thoughts, but it's also in our body. And so I say anxiety is the feeling or belief that your world is out of control, coupled with the attempt to try to control that which you can't control. So you're actually creating anxiety when you're trying to control things you can't, like trying to control your friends, trying to control your boss, trying to control your colleagues, or even trying to control things that are, that are completely intangible. So get clear about what you can control and what you can't control and place all of your focus on the things you can control. What are the things you control? Your thoughts and your emotions, the way that you respond and the way you react to what happens to you. That's what you can control. The second group of emotions, sadness, sorrow, and grief are all really under the umbrella of grief. And grief is what we experience when there's dramatic loss or dramatic change or even minimal change or minimal loss. But this is dramatic. So most people are not even aware that we're actually grieving. That's the feeling of being heavy, of being lethargic, of being sleepy, of being teary, of saying, I don't know, but I can't get motivated. Um, I don't sort of feel tired. I don't feel inspired. That's all part of grieving. And grieving, again, is our response to this because it creates all the emotions I described, such as fear and anxiety. But there's things that we valued that we've actually lost, whether we valued our job, our career, our connections, maybe a particular lifestyle, um, maybe the amount of money that was coming in. So it's, you've got to accept that it's okay to feel what you feel. You're allowed to feel whatever you feel. And I said that to one of my clients, well, I say it in every session, but it's amazing how when that person, the client is saying it to themselves at a deeper subconscious level, it resonates completely differently because very few of us are ever told, Autumn, what you feel is valid. I'm validating what you feel. <laughs> I don't agree with what you, right, <laughs> see me. that? Because very few people say that. Most people say, why do you feel that? Why are you feeling afraid? Stop feeling afraid. Why are you feeling angry? Don't feel angry. Stop that. Sit upright. Lift your head up, etc. Don't be sad. We don't want you to be sad. We'll feel uncomfortable if you're sad. Yeah. We won't know how to deal with you if you're crying and sad. So make us feel better by not feeling anything, so, <laughs> <laughs> which is true. Yeah. So what I'm saying is one of my key platforms in working with my clients is you're allowed to feel whatever you feel. Now let's look at that feeling and say, what do we do with that feeling? What's the thought that's leading to that feeling? Do we want to change that thought? Is that thought valid in this context? And are you going to keep feeding that emotion? Are you going to react at that, to that emotion? Are you going to feel guilty for feeling guilty? Are you going to feel guilty for some other emotion? Some people during the pandemic felt good because they said, oh, I've got some time off and I can be alone. And then they feel guilty for feeling good. Yeah. So you look at the emotion, you say, what are you going to do with that emotion? Are you going to feed it? Are you going to react to it? Are you going to make it worse? Or are you going to, you're either going to neutralize the emotion or you're going to redirect it. But it's okay to feel what you feel. 
So validate your emotions, identify what's the thought that's underlying those emotions. You know, and I even experienced, cause you say, I don't know what's going to happen. I will I ever be able to do my live eight hour workshops again. <gasps> Perhaps I won't. All right. So the thought is what the thought is, will I be okay? I won't be okay without those. Then you look at the thought, you say, yes, I will. I'll evolve to something else. But yes, I can grieve if I've lost that because that was meaningful and valuable. So I think they're the two groups of emotions that are most important to deal with first. And if you get my free audio book, which I think you said you started listening to it. Um, I, yeah, I, I listened to the whole thing. Right. So, well, I should ask you, what did you think of it? I, it's funny, as you were talking, because I listened to the audiobook and I listened to the meditation. And I think like I've got you in like some sort of subconscious space in my mind. I started just kind of relaxing because um, I, I actually was listening to it as I was walking. And towards the end of your book, you actually say like, get out and walk. And you talk about goal setting and how to move, you know, from a thought to a goal to process everything. And I just found it to be really valuable. It's definitely something that I will keep on my phone and listen to. Like if I just happen to find myself with 50 minutes, you're like, what can I listen to right now? That's like not going to feed into a fear cycle. Cause you also suggest, which I also highly advocate staying away from like uh, news or information that could really get you upset or trigger you. And I happen to be in rural Africa. So I'm able to highly isolate um, and like separate myself from that without much conscious thought. But in the Western world, that's not always an option. You might go somewhere and everything like on the news it's everywhere. Um, but I really found a lot of value in it. And it's very, um, you've got beautiful music transition. It's just like a really nice, it's a really nice listen. Thank you. Yeah, well, you're awesome. and the about... meditation is great too. Yeah, and I think you'll find that the more you use both of those, the more benefit you'll yeah. get from them. Obviously the meditation, because I'm actually giving you positive suggestions. Um, in yeah. the audio book, I think the more you learn about the emotions and the greater awareness you have of each of the emotions and greater understanding, easier it is to deal with those emotions. And so that's why I put that together. And then Chris has tips for sleep and he can tell you more about the award-winning yeah. molecule. The meditation was great because um, I, you, I enjoyed the uh, treasure chest metaphor in it. And I was like, oh, oh this is fun. So <laughs> it's really good. I like to listen to it right before I go to bed just because it puts you in a relaxed, relaxed and open state. And like, I've been working with the Akashic Records lately. I don't know if you guys know much about that. Um, it's like all about accessing like past and future lives and kind of like our soul's journey. And the, just like the positive thought sequences that are in the meditation kind of put you in a high vibration to be open to exploring whatever else is out there. Right, thank you. Um, but also in a very practical, yeah. I think what's also valuable in that meditation is um, the deep breathing, right? So I think we all have kind of this concept, deep breathing is good and we should do deep breathing and it helps you relax. And if you just stop for a moment, right? And you take a deep breath in and then you let that deep breath out and notice how you feel. You've just changed how you feel with one slow deep breath. And, and he starts the meditation off with that. And I think that's, that's really powerful. Last thing I will say is I have a horrible habit of listening to everything on 2x speed. Because um, like I said earlier, I'm a busy lady and I've got a lot to do. So I'm like, 2x speed this. Uh, but the audio book I had it saved as a file and I kept looking for ways to like put it into other things on my phone. <laughs> Not the meditation. The but I was, yeah, I respect the meditation's length, but the book, I was like, how can I get this to go to XP? <laughs> and I couldn't. And so I actually list, listened to it at the pace of like how normal humans be. And I think that even helped activate like my, you know, sympathetic nervous system because I'm not used to slowing down that much. And that's definitely something I'm working on during this uh, pandemic. 
Okay, so, so thank you for that. Okay, so Chris, you've been working with the Nobel Prize winning molecule ESS60 since 1991, and apparently there's an intriguing story about its discovery and subsequent use in a variety of supplements. So what is this molecule and what's its backstory? Well, so just to, just to start off, and I'm holding up a picture, ah. not a picture, but an actual molecule of the molecule, buckyball, right? So it's 60 carbon atoms in the shape of a sphere. Uh, if you're not watching this, you can just imagine a soccer ball where the lines on the soccer ball represent the bonds between the carbon atoms. And I'm, I'm excited to talk about this. What, I, what I'd like to do first, if it's okay with you, is jump into some just tangible value add sleep uh, um, tips uh, so that your audience can actually get kind of better sleep and then get out of this horrible uh, emotional sleep spiral uh, and, and, and come out uh, you know, better off, right? So these are all related to sleep hygiene. Sleep hygiene is just this nice phrase, which is um, what are those processes and habits that you have in order to help you get a good night's sleep, right? And the first one, and there's a lot of them, there's a whole lot of them. Uh, I'm just going to cover three. The first one is related to naps. The, we, 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 a lot of us are staying home when we used to not stay at home. We may be having lunch on the couch and we may be taking naps. By the way, that's actually a really good thing. Uh, the data on taking naps is profound and very positive that you take a nap in the afternoon uh, and you've got better mental performance for the rest of the day. There's no doubt about that. Really smart businesses should just have a nap pod and do it. You can also manifest while you sleep. We have a um, Taurus, I believe it's a Taurus full moon ritual called uh, sacred, sacred act of sleep. And it's how by sometimes getting into a state of non-resistance, can actually bring things into your reality quicker. And it's almost like if you're stressed about getting an email back or a proposal back or just, you know, a hundred things happening, but you don't have any active control in that moment. It's like, just take a nap if you can. Go to yeah. sleep. And when you wake up, you might be surprised at how many of those things naturally took care of themselves. There's, the yeah, there's a lot of support for that. So even like if you're trying to remember a word, if you start thinking about another word, very often the word that escaped you will come in, right? To distract your mind from the searching process will open it up. So yeah, that's that's a that's a big part of it. Now with naps, great, they're positive. You want to be careful of two things. The first is you never want to have a nap longer than 30 minutes, right? So we have in all of us a, a, what's called the circadian rhythm, which is the sun rises and our body is kind of tuned to know that the sun is rising and we need to be up and more active. And then the sun sets and our body is in tune to go like, okay, we need to start quieting down and go to sleep. That's called our circadian rhythm. Really the light supports that sun, sunrise and sunset supports that circadian rhythm. If you take a nap longer than 30 minutes, you start to interrupt that circadian rhythm. And so that can be detrimental to getting sleep that night. Uh, also, you don't want to take a nap after 4 p.m. Um, that will also interrupt your circadian rhythm. So if you are feeling really tired, lethargic, or whatever, emotionally stressed, and you're like, oh, I just need a nap. If it's four o'clock, you know, I, I kind of joke during this COVID time, go take that fifth walk or sixth walk or whatever the walk, take the dog for that extra walk and make sure that you just stay up and stay away from coffee, right? It's not about just staying up. It's about not taking that nap after 4 p.m. The next thing I want to talk about, we all have these, right? We've got these electronic devices, we've got cell phones, we've got tablets, we've got computer screens we're looking at. A lot of people don't realize that all of these devices give off blue light. 
And that blue light actually interrupts our circadian rhythm. It actually convinces our body that it's noon, right? It's giving so much blue light that typically comes from a high sun that it's convincing our body that it's noon. So you can imagine if it's you know 10 p.m. and you're on your computer and your, your circadian rhythm is like, well, it's noon, I don't need to go to sleep. It makes it much harder to go to sleep. I know Dr. Juanis, he actually leaves his blue light filter on all day, every day, except for, I don't know if you notice the pictures behind him. They're amazing pictures. Obviously, when he's working on those types of things on his computer, he turns off the blue light filter. You need kind of accurate colors. He leaves it on all the time. How do you put a time. blue light filter on? I need to know how to do that. Yeah, if you Google blue light filter, so on an iPad, the feature are, are on I, Apple devices. It's called Night Shift. Um, you want to turn that night shift on. By the way, it doesn't look as good, right? We're used to a full color experience, but if it's going to help you sleep, especially during this time, let's get that night shift filter on. That's for uh, Apple devices, Android devices, comfort view, or just blue light filter. And normally you can just Google your device and blue light filter and you'll come up with something. So that's one. And I like to about one to two hours before the sun sets, have my blue light filter on. So I'm not, again, I'm letting my body stay in sync with the sunrise and sunset and that natural circadian rhythm. The other thing is these devices activate a lot of dopamine-driven responses in our body. And so, you know, you're on Facebook or you're getting news. We talked about news. I'm like you. Sometimes people ask me questions about dramatic events and I'm like, well, I haven't heard it yet because you're the first one who shared it with me. I try to, news is just so negative. I really do try and stay away from it. Um, If it's really that important, you'll typically hear it from somebody or, you know, it'll bleed through on, on maybe a Facebook experience or something. But I recommend you get those electronic devices out of, out of your bedroom, right? If you can have a charging station right in your hall, right outside your bedroom, or the farther away, the better, leave it in the car, whatever it is, about one to two hours before you go to sleep, let's get all of these electronic devices turned off and really start to wind down. That's going to help you uh, get a, a better night's sleep and it's going to have a dramatic impact on that sleep. And then finally, a lot of people um, believe that if you have a drink, one or two drinks, by the way, the data is also pretty good on drinks. First off, if you don't drink, don't start for this health benefit, but the data does suggest like one or two glasses of wine actually are, are, have healthful benefits. A lot of people believe if you take that one or two glasses right before you go to sleep, it helps you sleep. It helps you go unconscious. That's absolutely true. It doesn't really help you sleep. It's very similar to the sleep aid industry. The sleep aid industry, and I, you know, quote unquote sleep aid industry, it's a $2 billion industry. And you take these usually prescription medications right before you go to sleep. And then you wake up actually with the chemical pressure to desire sleep has been relieved. So you wake up not desiring sleep but they're sedatives. And so they haven't allowed your brain to do what it's supposed to do. Really your whole physical body hasn't gotten the REM sleep. We're all familiar with REM sleep. Uh, there's also a, another form of sleep called in REM sleep. Both of those are incredibly healing. Sleep is literally when your body heals its mental, physical, and emotional challenges, like whatever stresses it's had, it heals those. And, and the last one, again, this is what kind of leads to this horrible emotional sleep spiral is you're actually healing and dealing with your emotions while you're sleeping. And if you're having that alcohol or that sleep aid right before you go to sleep, it's actually interrupting 
that healing process. So again, you wake up feeling like you don't need sleep, not desiring sleep, but you haven't gotten that healing sleep. And what's interesting, so this, this molecule that I've been working with since 1991, the people who take it actually take it in the morning and report mental focus and energy during the day and then better sleep that night, which is literally in direct contrast to this, again, quote unquote, sleep aid industry, where you take it right at night and, and, you, and it knocks you unconscious, and then you don't desire sleep when you wake up. So it's a pretty phenomenal thing. In fact, there's only uh, one or two other things that you could do in the morning that could positively impact your sleep that night. One of them is exercise, right? So if you're going out for that walk at the stadium, early in the morning, as opposed to not at all, really, then that's going to impact positively impact your sleep. The other one is just getting out and getting exposed to the sunlight as it's coming up, the sooner it comes up, the more in sync with light and dark your body, your circadian rhythm is going to be, and that can help you sleep that night as well. Other than that, I'm just and these not are aware. all mentioned. Okay. Yeah, say, these are all mentioned in um, the audiobook. I'm yeah. like, yeah, where did I hear this? Oh, I just heard this in the audiobook. Lots of like, setting a routine, waking up at the same time um, every day, even on the weekends, yeah, the exercising no less than a couple hours before bed and the lights, the electronics out of the room. So this is all in the um, audio book that Dr. Yeah. Wanis has put together. Those, so, yeah. those three and more, right? So there's good stuff. And yeah, there are so actually other supplements that I, that I do believe in. A lot of people mention uh, melatonin. Uh, I think you've got to be really careful with melatonin. What people don't realize is melatonin is only the starting gun for hay telling your body it's time to start to sleep. So it doesn't actually positively impact your sleep. It's just like, okay, now's the time. So you got to time it really well. And if you take too much, if your dose is too high of melatonin, it can actually cause grogginess in the morning, right? The other one that I really like is valerian. I don't know if you've ever had valerian. Oh. Very good stuff. There's a sleepy time tea that has valerian in it. Um, and you can find it at, at your tea section in any store uh, that has teas. And uh, it's a cute little sleeping teddy bear with his, you know, PJ nightcap on and everything. What valerian will do is often when you're about to go to sleep, your brain is racing. And that's one of the things that cause. And we're probably all experiencing this more during COVID uh, and the protests, like just, just ruminating in a lot of stuff. That valerian root can help you with that, can help quiet your mind so that you can get to sleep. Uh, again, that needs to be taken about an hour before you go to sleep. Uh, so there's some timing involved. Yeah, melatonin. I, I use melatonin quite frequently, and I notice the groggy effect that you're talking about. If I miss time it, if I take it too late, and usually by the time I take it, it's like I'm so tired and I'm so past when I should take it that it's like in Dr. Wanis's book, he says, if you're lying in bed, just get up. Like, don't stay in bed for longer than 20 minutes. Just get up and get on with something. And I usually find myself in like a bad cycle doing that. And I used to take valerian root. Um, like in college, and I always have like, it's, like, it's a root, it's really, really strong yep. and pungent. Um, I haven't taken it in years, but okay, so back to the buckyball. Oh, right. Yeah. I got so, my, this is my right. science lesson for the month. Yeah, so this is, this is, this is really cool. Um, so they did, so actually the scientists that discovered it, discovered it in 1985. And they actually went on to win the Nobel Prize for this discovery because the scientific community knew that this was an absolutely amazing discovery. They really figured it was like a 3D version of benzene. So benzene is a very important molecule in our society. They thought this would be a 3D version of that benzene ring. Uh, and so, yes, in, in fact, we don't have modern society. If you just think uh, there's many, many things that benzene's involved in, uh, really 
let's just think about plastics. So it's the foundation of all plastics. So if we just got rid of like, just glance around you, if you got rid of everything that was plastic, like we don't have modern society without it. So they said, this is a 3D version or hearkened it to a 3D version of benzene. They won the Nobel Prize in a short 11 years. Typically it can take longer to win a Nobel Prize because it takes a while for the scientific community to understand how important that discovery was. So in 1996, they won the Nobel Prize. And then whenever you've got a material that you think is gonna be ubiquitous, you've gotta do studies on that particular material. Uh, in this case, they actually, for some reasons, thought that this would be toxic. So they did a toxicity study uh, and they published the results in 2012. And the results are kinda, when you consider that it was a toxicity study, the results were bizarrely uh, the opposite, right? So in that study, they gave rats water, rats olive oil, and then rats olive oil with the ESS60 molecule in it. And instead of being toxic, those rats, given really the My Vital C formula, lived 90% longer than the control group. And you're like, 90%, that sounds like a lot. It's, it's an insane lot. <laughs> I don't know that that's a proper phrase. Um, it's the single longest longevity experiment on mammals ever, right? So the next best way to live longer uh, is called CR calorie restriction. I call it the starve yourself one third to death. Uh, and you can extend your life by 30%. That's really, in fact, there's more research on that than this, but the result of the ESS60 molecule, the 90% extension of life is the grandest result that there is, the, lo the longest result. Not only did those rats live 90% longer, the rats in this study were Worcester rats and a typical Worcester rat will live about 32 months and they'll have a known amount of tumors and really how much tumor mass they have in their body is proportional to how long they live. The longer they live, the more tumor mass they have in their body. Even though the My Vital C rats live 90% longer, none of them had any tumors in their body, right? Which, okay, 90% single longest longevity, but also the fact that they had no tumors um, it kind of makes sense. Like if you're going to have something that extends your life by 90%, you kind of expect it to have a positive impact on your health during that journey, right? And, and it's very interesting. I think we touched on this just a little bit um, where we, we were talking about living longer. Uh, it actually turns out when I share this result and uh, ask people if they'd like to live longer, a great majority of people aren't that interested in living longer, that may surprise you, but when I finish this, it may not. And I say, well, what if you had the same mental and physical capabilities that you do today? Would you be interested in keeping that longer? And then it's not everyone still, <laughs> uh, but most like 90% will then go, well, yeah, if I had my existing mental capacity or my ex existing physical capacity, then absolutely I would like to live longer because we equate living longer with, you know, walkers and oxygen tanks. And I kind of joke in that initial publication that came out in 2012, they didn't describe the rats with, you know, little walkers and little oxygen tanks. They lived healthy rat lives until 62 months, until almost double the life of the standard Worcester rat. And so, uh, so yeah, it's, it's gotten pretty profound results. That, that was released in 2012. Really, I'm a, I'm a carbon nanomaterial scientist. So I kind of geek out on this molecule and its shape and the fact that you can you know, fire it at a plate of steel at 15,000 miles an hour. Most molecules will shred apart because this has six-fold symmetry. It actually bounces. Like I'm geeking out on all this stuff. It's good in tires and batteries and solar cells. After that publication in 2012, people started calling us and saying, how much in a dose? And as a carbon nanomaterial scientist, I was like, no, tires, batteries, and solar cells, 
no, this is, no, <laughs> that's not what you want to do with it. And this was despite the literature was really clear that, that when you properly process carbon 60, right, when you properly process this molecule, it's safe. Fast forward in 2017, a guy with a really big YouTube following started sharing that he was taking uh, the formulation, uh, sharing all the benefits, and really the industry kind of sold out of the molecule, except for us, because we're the largest manufacturer and distributor of ESS60 on the planet. And then it was really kind of folding into 2018. I'm like, what am I going to do with this? I used to be a carbon, well, I'm still am, a carbon nanomaterial scientist, but now I have a supplement that's a weird industry. I'm not even sure I want to participate in that industry because it's, you know, the data isn't really positive. But but I asked myself two things. And the first is a moral question. I, I take it, my wife takes it, everybody on my team takes it. And so I'm comfortable selling it. And then the legal question is the FDA and the FTC. And so uh, we're on the right side of those organizations. And for the nine months of 2018, I really was taking phone calls, people telling me just, just amazing benefits that they were getting. And I'm like, again, I'm a scientist, so I'm like, and a human. So I believe you as a human telling me over the phone that this is happening to you. As a scientist, I'm like, is it really because of my product? Like, I don't, how do I know that? What's the data to support that? And so kind of in an endeavor to support what people are saying, I don't know if you can see this, this is an aura ring. So it's on my finger, it's a ring, uh, and it's supposed to be one of the better sleep trackers on the market. And so I actually am starting, we've got 13 people in a human sleep trial already. I'm like driving science behind this ESS60 molecule, again, to support that, take it in the morning, mental focus and energy during the day, and then better, better sleep that night. And so... I don't want to take you that. I feel like I've taken a lot of time. No, I'm sad. No, this is my science lesson for the month. Um, one, I want in on the sleep study if, if you're taking more participants. Because I, um, I'm totally transparent with my audience about my medical journey, my health journey. I don't share things unless I have personal experience with them. And this is the first time I'm learning about this. And I'm intrigued because uh, oftentimes I do think that like some of the biggest discoveries usually don't actually hit their prime until 100 years later. Once there's been enough social proof and once the FDA has kind of done its thing or the governments have done their things, big business who has invested interest in certain technologies and things. I was just reading a thing the other day about solar technology is over a hundred years old, maybe even longer. And there are certain um, companies that have been using it just in small, small things, but bigger companies have actually bought the patents or bought the, the rights so that the technology even get out. And I was kind of like, holy cow, that, that like that jarred me in a way yeah. that I don't know that much has. And that was why I was actually really interested in having you on and saying like, you know what, this could be something that in a hundred years from now, we are accessing this through a technology like projected panel where we just think of the episode and it comes up and they're like, oh, look at that. Look at that cute little uh, podcast you guys were doing via Zoom. <laughs> it, it, it's so old, it can't even be brain, you know, pumped directly into my brain. I actually have to watch it. How, how old school is that? <laughs> on 1x speed. On 1x speed. <laughs> <laughs> Except yeah, so for that meditation really file, that's supposed to be listened to in old school ways and at one speed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, so, what I'd like um, to do, if it's all right, Autumn, is we can yeah. figure out how to get you a couple bottles and if it makes sense to maybe reschedule and talk about your experience yeah. on it because I mean there's a lot of very interesting things and amazing things to, to share uh, and this is tight and really Patrick and I the focus of this is how do we deliver value to your to your audience yeah. um, but you know maybe that makes sense 
I would love to. And I just find it fascinating as I was doing the research on this, that it was actually a when, as soon as I heard that the, it was a toxicology result, a toxicology test that ended up producing these results. That was when I was like, wait, now I actually want to know more. Cause you know, there's so many products on the market that promise the moon and don't deliver the stars. And this was one of those things I was like, this was not what they were looking for. They were trying to discover how what how much this would kill us or how quickly this could kill yes, us if exactly. we started using it. And in fact, that's the opposite. So that's what I was really interested in. And then the fact that it is a Nobel uh, Prize winning molecule, I think is yeah. really fascinating. Um, well, and yes, I'm definitely interested in this during the study. Oh, go ahead. It's interesting what you just described because what you just described is my, is, is I've got a parallel with my journey, right? Being a carbon mm -hmm. nanomaterial scientist, I didn't go like back in the lab and say, I know how I can help Autumn and Patrick live 90% longer. I just need to mix this and this, and then I've created yeah. this concoction, and now I bring it to the world. I've just, here's, here's how I describe it. So I think most people become a supplement person one of two ways. They decide they want to be wealthy, and they decide they're going to sell supplements, and I have no problem with people being wealthy. It's just not how I ended up here. The other is they have their own health challenges or maybe the health challenge of a loved one, and they figure out how to solve that challenge with supplementation, and now they want to save the world. Hopefully, it doesn't surprise you. I have no problem with people saving the world. It's just not how I ended up here. I've been manufacturing this buckyball since 1991. They do this toxicology study uh, and publish it in 2012, and it helps the rats live 90% longer, and they don't have any tumors. And then I, call the, I affectionately call them wackos because I am one. They start taking it. Again, the data is pretty clear. If you process yeah. it properly, it's safe. But I like the biohackers, right? Biohackers, exactly, right? Biohackers. And, yeah. My husband's so like all into like biohacking. I mean, he works out, like gets it as cold as he can. He works out. I'm like, dude, like put a shirt on. Yeah. I, mean, I actually don't care, but he like does all these things to hack the body. And yeah. a lot of the biohacking is really focused on what are the internal markers? So you talk about ice baths and you talk about uh, um, intermittent fasting. These are all about shifting the markers in your body to match really what they're trying to match is calorie restriction, right? Because that's the best way to live 30% longer, best researched way to live 30% longer. It's only 30%. Um, the My Vital C formula is the best way to live 90% longer, right? It's this, if you want to live longer and you're looking at peer-reviewed published research, there is nothing that compares to it. And so when you look, when you talk about ice baths and you talk about um, intermittent fasting, what they're looking at it as body markers to match calorie restriction. I think it's a good approach. Absolutely. And it tends to be like an A plus B equals C minus D kind of thing. It's like we, we securitously get to this result, this concept that we're going to live longer, that it's actually significantly healthier for us because of these things that make sense. And it's tied to senescence, getting rid of zombie cells, autophagy, and it's exciting. And I love to see that this community is there. And that community kind of adopted uh, the ESS60 molecule to say, hey, we're going to take this. And then those are the ones who are calling me and reporting me all the, to me all the yeah. benefits that they were getting. So to summarize, uh, the study was published in 2012 and biohackers started taking ESS60 and reporting the results shortly thereafter. Although the material has not been evaluated by the FDA, which we're, we're not saying it has, yeah. and is not intended to treat, diagnose, cure, or prevent any disease, biohackers have been reporting that the proof is in, that it works. Yeah. Um, and the most common results are pain reduction related to arthritis, better mental acuity, focus, and better sleep. 
which is you know known to help your physical and mental overall well-being. Last thing I wanted to ask: Is there a patent on the product, or does anyone own the trademark, or is it in the collective? Is it? It's it's it is in the collective, um, and and it's expensive. Actually, the raw ingredient to the ESS60 molecule is actually significantly more expensive than gold. What's good is not much actually dissolves in oil, so the product as it's sold is really an olive oil, a good quality olive oil, organic olive oil uh, that has as much ESS60 in it as possible. And that's not much. You actually can't get much to dissolve in the oil. What that does is it makes it very bioavailable. And so you consume that. It actually gets through your stomach because it's oil-based and gets absorbed in, in, in your intestines. And, and so the process of making it is challenging. And then the, uh, the raw ingredient and the process of mixing it also has significant challenges. We actually mix it for three weeks. It's not like, you know, hey, let me pour a little sugar in my water and I stir it up and it's all <laughs> dissolved. It's like mixing yeah. Uh, constantly 24 hours a day, seven days a week in a nitrogen environment because you don't want to fold in oxygen in that process for three full weeks. Fascinating. This has been a real, this has been, this has been a real science, science episode. Um, so just to wrap up for our guests, be sure to consult your medical provider before you begin taking any regimen or start um, any supplement regimen or fitness regimen. Just always make sure you're working with a provider like we always advocate on the show. Find a medical provider who is going to be a teammate and an ally. You can work with a health coach. You can work with um, a, a doctor, a nurse, nurse practitioner. Anyway, find somebody who can complement any supplement or nutritional routine, physical routine that you're going to undertake. Just a disclaimer. Okay. And to just kind of like wrap this up before we go, we have neutralize the seven emotions that are holding you hostage right now and keeping you from peace of mind, which is our uh, free audiobook from Dr. Wanis. And we have... My Vital C, which is the ESS60, possibly life-extending molecule. The way I interpret this is we're healing our past trauma to live very vibrantly in the present. And then if we're really enjoying where we're at, what we're doing, we have this option to increase our health our, and our vitality. Do you guys have any closing thoughts on how, these, on how this comes together for our audience? Well, life is lived for, in four realms. We experience life in four realms, mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual. So you want to be addressing all areas in your life. What are your thoughts? What are your emotions? What are you doing to your body in terms of exercise, breathing, food, nutrition, supplementation, such as My Vital C? And then spirituality isn't just limited to either a religion or to a belief in a higher power. It's also about gaining a sense of connection to everyone by coming from the heart, by living from the heart and by actually setting out to help people. So that's really how you feel connected because a lot of spiritual people think, oh, I've got to be up here in the third eye, which is all thought, but they forget the heart. The way that we connect with people isn't through the third eye, through thought, it's through feeling, it's through heart, it's through compassion and forgiveness. So live life and deal with all four realms, mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual. One of the things you mentioned in your audio book, basically about getting, I call it a spiritual, spiritual running buddy, but you talk about um, getting kind of like an emotional running buddy who, who can hold space for you and process things. And I thought that was really great practical advice. Thank All right, you. Dr. Burris, or uh, Chris Burris. Yeah, so I'm just going to give out the, the link again. Um, so myvitalc.com forward slash golden otter. Um, when you go there, again, there's a way to connect with Patrick. Go do that. Sign up for his newsletter if you're interested in SRTT. 
It's an amazing process. It's all over the phone and it's just phenomenal. And then there's also a link to get to the My Battle C homepage. And there you can find our products. If you're interested in trying it, we sell individual bottles, but we give a 25% discount if you go on subscription. You can cancel subscription at any time. So just make sure if you're going to try it, take advantage of that. And we also created a coupon code. The code is Golden Otter, and that'll get you $15 off of your initial order. Perfect. At the very top of the show, you, um, you guys asked, wait, what is a Golden Otter? I don't get yeah. it. And for anybody who maybe is new to this show, Golden Otter is a pseudonym. I have a, a manifesting tribe where you can use a spirit animal, a totem animal, a, a pseudonym um, to protect your anonymity when exploring your, you know, your manifesting and spiritual gifts. And Golden Otter, as I was saying, comes from, I grew up in Alaska. The sea otter was my spirit animal. And AU, which is uh, the atomic symbol for gold, and we're talking science this episode, um, is where it came from. So AU, Otter, Golden Otter. Very cool. <laughs> Okay, thank you gentlemen so, so much. We will be sure to um, think up and I'm gonna give this a try and I will uh, have you guys back on to do a review and we'll, we'll chat about it. So for anybody listening, this is episode 306 and uh, we will have the show notes when we do that follow-up episode. Thank you so much for listening and be sure to follow Golden Otter Divinations on Instagram where you can check in and let me know about your golden moment so we can cheer you on. And for more tools to uplevel your metaphysical game, get your questions answered, or connect with me live at the next new or full moon, please consider joining my Lunar Manifestations co-creation tribe now uh, by heading to the link in, show, in the show notes. It's www.goldenotterdivinations forward slash join now. And we want to uh, make a big announcement that we are advocating that everyone be the change that they wish to see in the world. And we are making a be the change pledge. And we're announcing it here first, 10, between 10 to 50% of the proceeds from all members' plans sold go directly to supporting building efforts in rural Africa to address global inequalities so that you can be the change that you wish to see in the world through your purchasing power. Be sure to check out our website uh, to see all of the amazing funding projects and microgrants that we're doing now uh, so that you can get involved. I wanna thank my guests today, uh, Chris Burris and Dr. Patrick Lanas for sharing the keys to help you sleep better and strengthen your immunity. And I want to thank you all for tuning into Golden Otter Divination. I had an amazing time sharing this sacred co-creation space with you. Until next time, I'll seal your positive vibes back here in a week. In gratitude, Autumn. All right, thank you, gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you. That was thank awesome. You. Thank, you. thank you, guys. All right, Lightworker, thank you so much for tuning into Golden Otter Divinations. For more tools to uplevel your metaphysical game, get your questions answered, and connect with me live at the next new or full moon, please consider joining my Lunar Manifestations co-creation drive now by heading to the link in the show notes. It's www.goldenotterdivinations.com forward slash join now. Uh, just a note, 10 to 50% of all member plans sold goes directly to supporting community building efforts in rural Africa so that you can be the change that you wish to see in the world. You can also get a digital copy of any rituals we discuss by clicking the Lunar Manifestations Ritual link in the show notes or heading over to our Golden Otter Divinations YouTube channel where I share practical ways to incorporate these metaphysical tips and tools into your everyday life. You can also message me on Instagram for more info. Lastly, if this moon thing's not for you, but you want to connect with me in real time, you can schedule a private one-to-one -one validation session by heading to the Book Now link in the show notes. It's always my honor co-creating with you in this sacred space. In gratitude, Autumn.